You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and I'm super duper excited about today's episode. I get the opportunity to bring a great friend in here, but before I even bring him in, I wanted to quickly tell you guys, I met this gentleman at a conference a little over a year ago. The relationship that we built since that year is absolutely mind-blowing. He's someone who I really look at him as a mentor. He's my friend, but I look at him as a mentor. Everything that he tells me is spot on and it always worked. But the problem that I had most times is I put it into practice when I want to instead of when he tells me to. And every time I end up putting it into practice, I'm like, what if I would have listened to him about a year ago or six months ago? And that's a problem that a lot of us have. Like, we want to do things when we want, but when the expert tells us to do it, we need to take action, right? So without further ado, I want to bring on Instagram entrepreneur, all around, own the skincare, own several other businesses, but all around amazing leader and entrepreneur, Dave, to accelerate the grade. What's up, my brother? What's up, man? What's up? Thanks for that great intro. It made me smile. Hey, happy to have you here, my good brother, man. So first, I just want to, again, publicly, I just want to thank you for the insight that you give me, the the motivation you give me, the strategy that you give me, I truly appreciate it. I know it's worth thousands, and um, I just want to say I don't, I don't take uh, it. I always tell people, they're like, how you know Neil? I said, I met Neil, and a week later, he had me on the radio doing an interview with him. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and it's funny, bro. I. I, I try to tell people, Dave, over and over again, I'm like, yo, you want to know how to win? You need to go to the conferences, meet new people, build relationships with them, and continue to build. And it's literally, it's my same strategy. Go to a conference, meet three to five people at that conference. From there, you want to uh, build that relationship. After a year, you've built this solid relationship with 60 different people. Like, literally, you'll build a relationship with 60 people. That is priceless. You and I have made money together. We help one another. We've been in multiple, I was just in Brazil with you. I was in Colombia with you. I've been in three countries with you, all as a result of meeting you a year ago. So this is why I promote uh, just networking and meeting like-minded people. So let's jump into it, brother. So tell a little, I know right now your company could do anywhere from 60 to 100K a month all off of Instagram. Um, but I want to kind of hear what made you get into the skincare line? A lot of people would think, hold on, a man own a skincare company? What made you get into that uh, lane? Because I know you were dealing with, uh, I want to say, I want to say you either was a pilot or you was doing something with airplanes. But Share with me what made you get into that lane. Crazy thing is, I used to say that a man in a skincare company, that's I didn't think that was real either. But uh, my ingrown hairs, well, let's rewind that back. I was working as an um, aircraft mechanic and engineer, and I have a pilot license and stuff. But um, for our oxygen mask, we had to shave all the time. And so every time I shave, I break out in bad ingrown hairs. So I was trying all the products on the market. Nothing was working for me. And one day I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. I started doing the research and ended up creating my own. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, Dave. So many businesses are, are started off of, I don't want to say the word trial, but from a problem. Like you Necessity. found a problem yeah. and you created a solution for it and then started selling the solution. Man, and that's the best way because, you know, if you have that problem, someone else is having the same problem. Wow. You're not the only one going through it. 
So what do you tell that? What do you tell people? There's a lot of people who have problems, but they're afraid to either face them and create a solution for them. Like there's so many businesses right now that can be made literally tomorrow off a problem that they have, but they're afraid to address it and bring it out to the world. You know, regardless whether you do it or someone else does it, a problem is going to get solved. Mm. And if you have a problem, that means if you offer a solution, someone's going to buy that solution. It's, it's different if you're selling purses and nobody really needs a purse because there's so many. But if you have the solution to a problem, everybody has a problem that needs to be taken care of. Wow, that's major. That's major. So uh, for you, <coughs> for you, Tell me how were you able to grow your business to, you know, when I first met you, you was like, hey, bro, I'm making 50, 60K a month on Instagram. I'm like, how? Like, what, like how are you able to do this, man? And, and again, you gave me so much game and insight. How were you able to grow your business so quickly? Back then, um, Instagram was the thing to be on. It was a lot easier to grow. But when I started off, man, and I still do this to this day, I was giving out a lot of free products. So I had to hit people up. Yo, I'm sending you some free products. I was building a hype. Uh, for example, today I gave probably 25 of my customers free products. I just went through, picked out customers, and sent stuff out. But the, the ability to give out free products, the ability to talk to people and build a relationship with them on Instagram, I mean, that spread like wildfire. From that became the word of mouth. And word of mouth after that was killer. We also ran a lot of shout-out ads. And we, we was heavy on the um, influencer marketing before it was influencer marketing. Wow. So who, like, I want to, who teaches you, bro? Because how you, <laughs> I'm like, are you learning this from somewhere? Is someone mentor? Because I know at the time you're like, bro, I don't really believe in mentors. Like, I just read books. Like, is there, was there, did you get an epiphany from somewhere? Like, just the way you think sometimes of me, be like, how does dude be thinking of this stuff? Like, bro, this is how I sum this up, man. I heard the story once. A dude was in prison and he wanted to learn how to trade stocks. Yeah. And so he was reading everything on stock trading while in prison. And because he was there and didn't have no real outside influences, he learned to see things differently. He picked up his own patterns and stuff like that. That's similar to me. I just read and study and look at stuff. I see what other companies are doing. And then I apply that to me. Or, you know, I just look at it, how, how I can do it and how I can make it better from what they're doing. Like you said, I don't really have a mentor. I just, I pick up books, audio books all day. And I just study what's going on on yeah. social media. I look at stuff, pay attention. And you're able to see things differently when you do that. You think outside the box more. And are you still, I know that time you were down in about one to two audio books a week. Is that still, still part of your weekly schedule now? It's still about my, yeah, definitely. Um, I also walk around with two to three books a day that I just briefly go through and highlight stuff and pull key points out of and thoughts and theories and stuff. So yeah, definitely. Gotcha. What's some of your favorite books actually on like marketing or, or yeah, I would say. Um, you know, I go back to fascinate by Sally's hogsheads. I posted that in my story yesterday. Um, I, I like to build my brands around that book compound effect just for personal growth. That's probably one of the most powerful ones. And then I'm real big into the psychology of, you know, what make people buy? What what makes them want something? So I do a lot of books on habits and stuff to try to figure out how to make my brand a habit for them, something they reach for, think about, or not think about, but automatically do, automatically get. Gotcha. And so 
you know, I, I like to bring a lot of a lot of psychological things into my sales, into my um, sales aspects and stuff like that when I'm doing it. That's amazing. So for you, let, 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 let's ask you a question. So um, I'm starting on my brand new brand from scratch. Like tomorrow I'm starting a brand and I want to utilize Instagram and social media to grow my brand and to get some sales. What would be some strategy that you would suggest for someone to do? But as you know, what our podcast is to celebrate the great. Our goal is to get people to six figures a year, then seven, then eight, then nine, and teachers like you are going to help us be able to get people. Right. Well, what, let's, let's do a real life example then. What would be your brand? What would you going to start off with? So let's say, let's say we'll start off with a skincare line. How about right. that? So if I'm doing a skincare line, and my I'm gonna use my other line, um, I'll show you as a prime example. Um, I'm targeting a demographics, and my demographics is white or Hispanic, eight seventeen to thirty five range. Um, I'm gonna go first before I even go anywhere. I'm gonna go start looking at all the brands that target that same brand, mm. and not only skincare but clothing and bikinis stuff like that. I want to know what they do and then I'm going to build a story for my brand so even though I live in Atlanta that brand is based out of San, um, Santa Monica beach city sunny all my pictures are bright I start building my Instagram before I even have the products or even the name of my brand because I'm just trying to put that demographics on my Instagram that way when I have my products my brand everything ready that Instagram already has potential buyers and so from that, I'm going to start my marketing or building my packaging around that demographic. So I'm going with a real pretty high-end look, nice, clear, real modern, um, the colors they go for, the colors they like. And even the names of my products are going to be stuff that appeals to my demographics. Wow. And so, and I'm more, I like to trigger the lust trigger when I'm doing it. So I like to keep it clean, very sexy and chic and, you know, from that, I'll transition into promoting it on Instagram, promoting my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just promoting to that demographics. I start promoting like healthcare tips and skincare tips and beauty tips and put it in viral videos of beauty stuff on my Instagram and grow it like that. And before you know it, crazy, I gave my um, homeboy the same advice. And before you knew it, he was doing 30,000 followers a month. Wow. It's crazy. He has more followers than me in six months than I have in two years. Well, that's the point of having a coach and having somebody who did it before you can learn from them. Uh, Is shout out pages now and are they still relevant? If you have a very dialed in um, audience, yeah, they're still relevant. Um, The one thing I would say now with Instagram, because engagement has changed from what it was before. Before you go talk to these pages, I will go look at the engagements on their posts. Some of their posts might get like a bunch of engagements and then you'll see a promoted page and that doesn't, that's only getting 20 likes because with Instagram's algorithm, if they're tagging a business page, you don't get the same algorithm as you do if you're tagging a regular page. So I would look at that, take all that. And then whatever they tell you to pay, you talk them down. Gotcha. So that's the key guys. So listen, right. And for those who like, what do I mean by shout out pages? You reach out to different pages who are willing to post your work and you're paying them in exchange for that post, but you're hoping that what you're selling resonates with that audience and they're going to exactly. buy. So for example, um, we may run a shout out for just say our webinar where we're going to teach people how to start 
start our online business, right? So we'll go to the page, just say start a business, their Instagram and start a business. Hey, how much would you like for a post? Uh, we want $30. Okay, we're going to give them 30 or we're going to actually ask them for, is that the best you can do first off? Because we want to pay a little cheaper than what they're asking. So now we're, now we're going to, um, now what we're going to do is we're going to pay them less, but now they're going to post this on their page. They're going to post this also ask them to post it in their story. And now we're hoping to be able to get some of their followers and some of their people on our opt-in page. So okay. now we've just got their followers on our opt-in page. So now they're going to come to the webinar and our goal is to actually sell to one of those people on the webinar or on the workshop. So let's just think about it in this, this fashion. We just paid them to post. Now we got all, a bunch of followers. We got them on our landing page. They ended up coming on a webinar and maybe one of them purchased. But how well, that's the easiest yeah. way you could This is crazy. So uh, me and Harold with, from Dollar Crow Club, we've been watching this brand. I'm not going to give them no clout, but we've been watching this brand. They don't run no Facebook ads. They have one Instagram promoted ad. And that promoted ad is just a picture of their products, which you can tell they put the sticker on themselves. That's the, all the ads they run. And yet they have 170,000 followers. They only have 30 pictures on their Instagram. And all their pictures get 300 comments. So we can't figure out why or how. No Facebook, no nothing. While they're running shout out ads to the shade room. Mm. So you take the shade room and you message them, they're going to tell you it's 1500 per post on Instagram. But if you message them and say, I have a $500 budget, what can you guys do for me? But now they're willing to post because they're not going to turn down no money. Mm. So this guy has literally built this whole skincare company off of the shade room. We have two, almost 200,000 followers and um, hundreds of likes and comments per picture and buyers all from the shade room because you're doing shout out posts because you're, you know, able to do that. So shout outs are still a thing. I mean, I mean, if you look at my notebook right here, I have my weekly shout outs pages and who I'm paying and stuff. I don't promote as much as heavy as I used to. I probably used to spend 3000 a week on shout outs. Wow. And that guarantee me one to $2,000. Well, one to $3,000 a day. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, we was in Brazil. You was like, bro, I made 1500 today. I'm ready to like. Uh, after you left, sales went crazy. Rest of Brazil. We were probably pulling in twenty-five to three thousand a day. Right, and, and I say this to say, guys, you want to be around people who do better than you, who do great, because, like you said, y'all making fifteen hundred a day. I'm upset with myself. Most people wish they can make fifteen hundred dollars a day. Uh, I can't even tell my family that, that you know I'm on vacation and brought home twenty-two thousand in one week. Like, that doesn't sound real to them. It doesn't even sound real to me when you say it out loud, but when you're in it, you're like, oh, man, I got to bring these sales up. I mean, that's the power of social media. That's the power of online sales. You can travel with a laptop or stuff. What were we all looking for? We were looking for Wi-Fi everywhere we went. That way we could work while we sat down. Listen, you're on the beach. You got Wi-Fi at the beach. Oh, yeah. now you can make money on the beach. <laughs> Literally. Like, you went and got me Wi-Fi. Like, oh, hook us up with Wi-Fi so we can really work. So, guys, my biggest thing, the, the reason why we had this podcast is really to help you get started. If you're listening to this and wondering when is the right time to start a business, now is the right time. There will never be a perfect time. You're never going to have all the money you need. You're never going to have everything in, in order. You're never going to know everything you need to know. But you must start because as far the longer you wait, the harder it gets. 
Dave told me about shout outs a year and a half ago. I started six months ago. <laughs> what if I did it a year and a half ago? My income would have increased. I would have been posting on more pages, but I decided to wait. I don't want you to be like me, be a person who's waiting, who's thinking about it. You will think your way out of an opportunity. Hey, that's you will think so your true. way out of money. That's so true. Overthinking is horrible. Overthinking will make you miss more opportunities than you that you could be rich. I'm not gonna lie, I've overthought myself out of a lot of business deals that I'll sit back now and kick myself over. So I mean I won't don't wait. The time is now, make this money. Because every day, you know, you gotta live every day like it's your last. And so you might as well start now. And and I just wanna I wanna I want people to catch this, Dave. I flew to Miami. I never, I didn't know anything about you before I flew to Miami. I flew to Miami. Uh, I caught the last 15 minutes of the actual event. Right? <laughs> Literally caught the last 15 minutes. Uh, Dave was in a competition to win this uh, big award. I think he ended up coming second place. But I ended up meeting him, one of the only brothers there. We connected. From there, he connected me with Hermione, who is someone who uh, does ads for Dave, and he helps me sometimes as well. From that point on, Dave connected me to someone else. Dave connected me to someone else. I was just in Miami, did a crazy photo shoot. Was a result of someone Dave and Harmon connected me with. Like literally, guys, your network will, will grow based on the people you meet. But what if I said, nah, I'm not gonna go to Miami. I don't feel like flying here. I don't feel like paying to be a part of the group. I don't feel like doing this. You know how much money and opportunities I would have missed because I would have never met Dave. This friendship would have never been in place because I was in my head like maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe this isn't the right time. Maybe it costs too much. You have to stop talking yourself out of opportunities to help you grow, scale, and get to the next level. It's yeah. guys, you it's can't like, go places and be afraid to talk to people. You can't go places and stick to yourself and I'm going to just learn. Now you got to go out, talk to people, make connections, everything. Absolutely. As, you, as you're on the pursuit uh, to doing seven figures, uh, what what would be some challenges that you could be facing right now? Um, because a part of accelerating the great, what's some things we should look out for when you get to that next level? What's some things people should be looking out for um, to help them out? I think the main thing that we as entrepreneurs mess up on, because we are juggling so much, is building a good foundation. We build these fast foundations and we build these quick businesses and growth is nice. Everybody likes to make more money, but if your foundation isn't strong, meaning you don't know how to handle your finances, you don't have the discipline, you don't wake up early, you don't study, you don't do that stuff because you always got to be studying. Then when you get the opportunity to make more money, you miss this opportunity because you don't see the stuff or you're not ready or you can't keep up. So I think the biggest thing is making sure you have a good foundation. That's key. And so how do you create that now for those who get started? What's some suggestions you have? One, I heard you say being disciplined and controlling your finances. What, what's if you can control your finances, you probably can, you're probably ahead of the pack. If you can keep your business money separated from your personal money, you're ahead of the pack. If you know what your budget is, and you can tell me how much you spent on marketing these last three months and predict to me what you're going to spend next month, how much money, well, then you're, you're doing pretty good. I think we, most of us look at the money coming in and we don't think of everything else that money should be doing or could be doing. So now the last four years or three to four years I've been running my business, 
90 95% goes back into my business or other businesses or investments. If I go on a trip, say I go out the country to Spain next month, um, I'll go to the auction and buy three cars and sell them before I touch my own finances. Wow. <laughs> before I touch my business money to do it. I mean, I go buy four, four or five $1,000 cars and sell them for $2,000 and now I got $5,000 to blow. Wow. So, I mean, keep your, you know, just build these good habits, these good routines, because when you're in business, things are going to go wrong. And it's better to have the know-how to make it out of there and then flounder around. Wow, that's good. That's key. So build that foundation, become disciplined, stay consistent. How important is consistency? Because I know there's a lot of people who started when you started. Oh, my gosh. No longer here. Um, I tell people all the time, Dave, before you jump into a listen, guys, I'm not that smart. Like, I'm not the smartest tool in the tool chest. There's so many people more creative than me, smarter than me, that possess more talent to me, that possess more talent than I have. But the only reason why I'm beating them, because I decided not to stop. I made the decision that I wasn't going to stop, guys. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast, I've been a full-time entrepreneur the last 10, 11 years, and the main attribute I'll give to that, I made a decision I would never go back. I made a decision that this had to work or it had to work. Like I am literally willing to die if this doesn't work. All I know is entrepreneurship. All I know is making it happen. I don't know about a plan B. I don't know about what if it don't work. It has to work. It has to, man. Or it's death. It's work or death for me. And I don't want to die. <laughs> so how important is consistency for you, Dave? Me and my homeboy, we started businesses at the same time and we motivated each other through he quit his job before me and tried to push me to quit my job at the time. I said, why are you quitting your job? And, you know, you're getting more sales than me at that time. It's probably like doing 1200 a week. Yeah, I'm doing 1200 a week. I'm going to quit my job and run this business. Quit his job, played around all day, played video games, hung out, wasn't shipping out his stuff. And his business is nowhere. He don't have a business now. And the crazy thing is he was selling shirts and the designs he made, other companies are selling his designs now. And I screenshot him every time and send him to him like, this should be you. Mm. He wasn't consistent. He didn't start building a routine. When he had free time, it wasn't about what can I do to grow. Is I have time to do more stuff. You don't have time, man. I was working six to five, and I'd get off at five and come home and work and make products and package and ship stuff out the next day every day. I mean, mm. Still now, man, I'll be in my office. I get up at five. I don't get to my office like nine now, but I'll be in here till seven, nine to seven, and then go home and work on my laptop the rest of the night or study. Wow. Every mm. day. You don't even have Every to. Day, man. You have employees and you got a team, but you still like, you still. Every day. The reason they're employees is because they don't want it as much as I do. Mm. They waiting for they waiting for a handout. They're waiting for security. They might be building their business, but they spend more time playing pool and hanging out than they do studying. Mm. I study. I mean, I could call you and ask you some stuff, and you could tell me about marketing and vice versa off the top of the head. If you can't teach somebody else what you know, then you don't. What are you really? What are you doing other than listening to a book wow. or reading a book? And most of them aren't even reading. Yeah. Prime example, I had an employee, well, I had an ex-employee, and I would give them business books. I would give them access to all my courses and all my business information. I bought him supplies and said, do A, B, C, D, and your business will take off. 
where is he at? He doesn't even have a business because he doesn't believe in himself or he wasn't consistent enough to keep pushing. You might not make a bunch of money today. You might not even make a sale for the first two weeks. Once you make that first sale and then your second sale, you're hooked. Okay. You just got to – I mean, if you're doing the work, it's going to pan out. You just got to keep doing the work. You got to keep your head up and believe in yourself more than anybody else does. Yeah, and I realize um, everybody, like you said, everybody just don't want it that bad, Dave. Some people, nah. it, it's, it's going to take time for a lot of people to realize, like, damn. Well, I, you know, that's not for everybody, man. Some people, if you, if everybody's a chief, who's the Indian? Right. That's right. not for everybody. You got to know who you are as a person and accept who you are. And from that, you can build up the life you want. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, because as you start getting to making a certain amount of money, sometimes you get content. How do you stay hungry right now? Because the money you're making now is like, you could do what you want. You could buy what you want. You know what I mean? You're traveling around the world. There's nothing that you can't get that you don't want. What's making you keep going? Why? What's making you keep like pushing every day? I ain't gonna lie, man. I think there's like a, a period, six, seven month period where I'm like, I'm the shit. I'm doing all this money. And psychologically, I became content. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, yo, what do I need to do to get out of this? Like, why am I so comfortable right here? And then I travel and dip out and go somewhere and see the lifestyle I want to live. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm going home. I'm doing A, B, C, D. Or one of my friends would call me and be like, yo. Or I got a good friend, man. He'll send me a check. Someone just paid him $1.4 million. And I'm looking at that like, hmm, I don't know what that feel like. <laughs> I could go pull out 5000 at the bank, but I don't know what 1.4 looks like. And so I get back to work. I'm competitive, so my competitive nature drives me. Yeah. And, you know, one other thing, and this would mess me up, and we're going to wrap up in a minute. My mentor, years ago, you know, a lot of things, Dave, a lot of us are also, we're searching for validation from other people when we shouldn't be. But my mentor... Exactly. When I was starting several years ago, I went to him, like, and at this time, his son was... He just started a million-dollar startup. His son graduated from Villanova Law. So I went to him, you know, being a young black kid, like, excited. Like, look, Dave, look, man, I, I just did this. I just did this. I just did this, man. I'm crushing it. He said, good. I'm like, we good. Like, shouldn't you be more excited for me? He said, no, that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you're supposed to do. So ever since that moment, bro, I never celebrate my wins no more. A win, not even a win to me. It's just like a since people like you and I, we don't have a finish line. Like, we don't know what a finish line is. It's like, I don't even get excited no more. I had people coming up to me, y'all just did this. I'm like, yo, I'm proud of you. What's next? Let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. If you, I don't know how much sales you do a day, but if you look back a year ago, how, what was the numbers you were striving for a year ago versus today? It's not even, it's like. It's, not, it's, it's a ladder run. You don't even remember those numbers. No, I don't. You can't even say, you know. When I started my business, I was like, first six months, a hundred thousand. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, bro. I didn't even know I could later, do it. I didn't months know. later. Yeah, go ahead. I look back in my journal and I hit a hundred thousand. Yeah. And now it's let me say six months and I only made a hundred thousand. That's I, I go work at McDonald's. Yeah, and it's crazy, bro. Here's the other thing I think it's important for people listen to me. When your friends are doing well. Listen, I, I want everybody to catch this. When your friends are doing well and people you know are doing well, I want you to just be happy for them. Like, be proud. Don't, how are they doing this? Don't, 
I have never, when you make it, when you tell me, yo, Neil, I just did 60, 70K this month. When I hear all my friends doing what they're doing, I have never, ever in my mind, like, how are they doing this? Like, why, why not me? I have never said that, ever. All I'm thinking, like, wow, it's going to be me soon. It's going to happen. Like, I'm proud. Like, I'm so excited for my friends as if it's me. Like, I'm acting like the money they're making is my money. I'm so happy. So when I did hit a six-figure month, I was like, yo, I did it. I'm like, yo, I made it. Six figures in a month. I did it. I've been wanting to do this. But now it's like, how do you get seven figures in a month? Or how do you make the six figures every single month? So it's like it's a, a constant. It's a constant. Like, I don't want to say struggle, but like you just want more. So what? as you listen to this podcast, guys, don't get content. Like there's more. And, and for some people, they're going to get content. You may don't want everything in the world, but think about it. How many more people will you be able to serve if you reach your financial goals? How much more time will you be able to spend with your family? How many more places will you be able to travel to? Will you be able to replace your job income? So stay content. Don't look for a finish line and pretty much keep working. And I can assure you, man, every goal you set for yourself in due time is going to, is going to, is going to come. It will, man. All you got to do is be patient and keep pushing. It don't always pan out when we think it's going to pan out oh, or bro. work when we think it. it never works when we think it is. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Bro, dude. But, but at the end of the day, it pans out. It, it, it blows up faster or better than you will ever think it does. It's crazy because I remember when I had my last job at the private airport, bro, every day I'm like, man, I used to be with my, with the employees who I work with and they were just like, it's like the people I are with, like their minds are so, they was thinking so small. It was just like these planes coming in, they always like, must be nice, must be nice. In my mind, I have never once agreed with them. I said it will be nice. So I used to say I'm going to fly on a private jet. I'm going to come back into this job, and I'm going to fly out of here. And I used to say that. I used to believe that. And here's the thing, Dave. It didn't happen. It eventually happened. I was on a jet like twice this year. Well, maybe once this year, twice last year. But it took nine to ten years before I got on that jet. But I kept the vision in my mind. I said, yo, I'm going to fly on the jet from the same place they fired me from. And I now did it three times. But I say that to say I stayed with the vision. So many people, D, don't stay with the vision. How do you, how do you, what's your advice to someone to keep them to stay with their vision, bro? Because so many people quit. I don't know if you ever seen the meme where the guy's running, hitting the rocks. And if he would have hit the rock one more time, all the diamonds would have came out. But so many of us turn around at the time where it got, where it got hard or, or things didn't go as planned. What's your advice for that? I mean, there is no advice for that, man. How bad do you want it? Right. Is it what you, I tell people, I, I dream of working. I dream of business. When I go to sleep, I'm dreaming of what my future should look like. Mm. When I meditate, I dream of what my future should look like. I yeah. mean, you have to want it more than anybody else. And the reason because nobody's going to believe you until you make it. Right. Nobody's Bad. gonna want to invest in you till you make it. Nobody's gonna help you or give you good advice. Well, you might get good advice, but till you make it. Even my own mom's, as much as she loves me, it was well, do I don't know. Don't quit your job. See if you can go half time, part time. Yeah. And then when I do it, everything goes, bro. When I said I was gonna quit my job, it was time for me to quit. I knew it was time to quit. Three weeks later, everybody in my department got laid off. 
Wow. Crazy. You got to want it because, you know, you're going to be alone in this entrepreneur game. Ain't nobody got your back. It's a lot of lonely nights. It's just you. And you really can't talk to people about what's going on because they don't understand. Yeah. So you have to have other entrepreneur friends and people like that because they understand when you say, yo, my sales is dropping. I'm only doing 50,000. They understand that pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your family gonna be like, nigga, you did fifty thousand. You know, let me hold some money. No, it's not the same. Right, fifty thousand in sales and fifty thousand in profit is two different things. Right, and it's funny, Dave. Is you say that, and it's like, like I see how my circles and things change now. If I go look through my phone, every conversation I have, for the most part, like on my personal number, is with a full time entrepreneur. Like I don't even have the conversations. Like when I say I have talked with everyone, but I'm constantly like, how do we get to the next level, bro? What's next? What you going through right now? How can we grow? Like, how can we generate more income? How can we serve more people? So I think as you continue to grow, meaning everyone, you're going to start talking to different people. You want to start getting in rooms where you are the dumbest. Like I make it a point to be the dumbest in the room. Why do you think I go to a conference once a month? It's not, I don't do that. I do that because I have to. Like people be like, how much does it cost to go? How much is it going to cost me if I don't go? Yeah, it doesn't matter the cost to go, man. Yeah. It matters they, what they, you they, How much is it going to cost you? you know, to go? If you go to a conference and you make one thing of that conference that takes you to the next level, you just paid it off. All right, Bro, you don't well, learn nothing, but you meet someone like you who can introduce you to 10 other business people, and now you just have this circle of killers. Was that conference worth it? Right. It's, it's crazy because I met you. It cost me five to seven hundred to go to fly to Miami, join the group, go there. But if I didn't go, I wouldn't have met you. That costs me millions. Like, think I want people to think about the concept. Look at this. I went to a conference. I met Dave. Right. Catch this. And we're going to close this episode out in a, in a while, in a minute. But it's just very good. I went to a conference, met Dave, it cost me $700. And for me, that's really an investment, not a cost. But I met him to date. We generated income together. He, he, he coached people inside of my group. We've been to three countries together, right? He looks out for me, I look out for him. Like, and a friendship is going to not, it's not going to end today. It's going to literally last for, the, for as long as him and I are on this earth, we're going to make money together. We're probably going to visit 20 countries together. We're going to do business deals together. So with this, how much would that cost me if I didn't go? All the people he connected me with. So I say all this to say, guys, I need you to start looking at how you're using, utilizing your money as an investment. Everything that I spend, I'm asking myself, will this benefit me in my future? If, if it does... It's not even, I don't second guess or think about if I should do this. That's why I don't think about if I should go to conferences. That's why I don't think about if I should go to masterminds. I'm going to spend 100K this year going to conferences, masterminds, getting in groups, because the value is a lifetime value that you receive. Oh, my accountant doesn't understand that either. They can't. Um, so <laughs> they can't. She's like, you spent 40000 traveling last year. It's like, yeah. It's like, on what? You spent X amount of money on audiobooks at audible at, on this on this course yes a it's a tax write-off right. b the knowledge that i gained is why you're paying me to do my taxes and to teach your kids how to do business yeah they don't understand that crazy bro and, and that's the key man it's just 
constant level up, man. So, and we're going to pretty much wrap it up, but that's what I want you guys to think about. As you start spending, ask yourself, what does bring me a return a uh, year from now, tomorrow, the next day? And if it don't, think about what you could do with your money. Your money is your servant, right? You should be finding ways for your money to work for you so you don't have to work for it, right? Man, it's a sin if you don't make your money make money. Right. You have money sitting in the bank. And that's how I, when I first started because, you know, we come from poor. And so you get money and you just want to sit on it. And, and you realize if I don't spend this money, Uncle Sam going to spend it. And so you take your money out and you make your money. You invest it in the courses and programs. I mean, take someone invest in your course, man. The connections you have is crazy. Yeah. Connections you have is crazy. And people are sitting here debating on $100 or $200 or $300. I guarantee if they do their budget, they spent that in the last two months eating out. Yeah. And it's funny. Like, I'm looking at some of my students, Dave. I'm like, yo, like, you came, you became my student three months ago. Now you got a full-fledged business that's generating you income. To me, that's like priceless to me. When I'm literally looking at people, like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, you, you got the information from me. You applied it. Now you like crushing it. Like it's invaluable. That, it really makes me feel good. Yeah, that's good when one of your students come back and teach you something you ain't know, right? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? How, how are you doing? So, so that's dope. But Dave, as we wrap up, bro, let people know where they can follow you. Um, side note, guys, puretropics.com is the website, right? Yeah, puretropics.com. P-R-O-P-I-X. Listen to me. Best body butter in the world. Like, listen, he give me body butter. He sends me packages to my home. And I say the body butter, I don't know how he's making money with it because it lasts you like six months. It is so incredible. You put it on your body. It probably lasts a day or two if you weren't getting the shower. Um, talk, talk about a few of the products that you have, Dave. And then I'm going to definitely link the website in the show notes. And, guys, I've been twisting his arm about getting a course out. So whenever that comes out, <laughs> make sure I plug it. Hey, the course is all done. Good. course videos is done. We're just doing the back-end stuff on the website. Neil, uh, listen, guys, guys he taught me so much, and he's taught me a whole lot. So, Dave, just a few items, some of your best sellers, because I want all of our listeners to know what you have so they can actually go support you as soon as this episode is over and uh, for them to be able to follow you on social media as well. All of our social media is Pure Tropics. Um, our website's puretropics.com. We have everything from ingrown hairs to strawberry legs. Uh, a cleanser is made out of black soap and apple cider vinegar that will clear your acne up in, in, in days, man. All of our products, you start seeing results all within 14 days, and they're all natural, which is the best part. Uh, we take ingredients and recipes from the Caribbean. We bring them here, and we make them better. So, Yeah. Guys, best, I'm telling you, best, it's the only skincare company, well, one of the only ones that I personally co-sign that I use every day. So um, please support my brother on Instagram, Pure Tropic. You'll be able to find his personal page there as well. But Dave, I just want to say thank you so much, brother, for taking time out of your busy schedule to just come sow seeds and just kind of give your advice and your insight on you know, just getting to that next level with marketing, with Instagram and all of that, bro. This is man. Oh, man, I want to say thank you. So with that being said, guys, we're wrapping up this episode. What I would love for everyone to do, go to puretropic.com, go buy something, go support his brand, go follow him on Instagram as well. Um, I'm going to link everything below in the show notes so you guys can be able to go support 
Uh, next thing, guys, please like, subscribe, share, rate these episodes. I promise you they're only going to get better and better and better. I'm reaching out to some of the most incredible entrepreneurs in the world. Unlike school, when I went to school, everybody who was teaching me about business, everybody who was teaching me about certain things, they didn't actually own what they were teaching me. I had some a business 101, they didn't own a business I had someone teaching me marketing 101. They weren't marketers, right? They're no. teaching me out of a book. So I literally go to the best marketers, the best thought leaders who are all making six, seven, eight, and nine figures per year to actually come teach. So you're able to literally get this all on this podcast. So I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, check out our next episode and keep up the amazing work, guys. And don't forget to accelerate to great. Let's go.